If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey, everybody. My name is Kevin, and I am a dumb dad. Hey, Evan, aren't you glad that the chaos of the holidays is over? Oh, yeah, I really am. But you know, I've been struggling to put my foot down with my oldest lately, kind of just getting up, ready for school, excited about school. Really? I bet the gang at Little Honor Health can help. I was actually looking through their app, and the amount of core services they have is impressive. Two of their specialties that are really helpful for me are on aggression and tantrums, but they also have a back-to-school mental health toolkit that I think would be right up your alley. Well, you make a good point. I'm going to make sure I go to littleautohealth.com and we'll take it from there. We have a guest today. We're very excited for this guest. She is the host of the wildly popular Betches Moms podcast and the art director for Betches, Brittany <laughs> Levine. Hi, Brittany. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for being here. Um, doing a... Uh, Doing a little research on the show that you do, Betches Mom, the podcast, um, it's fairly new, right? You guys are coming up on a year? Yeah, we're coming up on a year in April. Wow. Congratulations. Congrats on that. Thank you. How, how yeah. often do you guys post? So right now, our, our cadence is once a week, but when we first started, we were doing two episodes a week, which was crazy. Um, I felt like we were recording every day. And then we were also, I was getting ready to go on maternity leave in June and Aileen was going on maternity leave in Aileen um, Drexler, who's the CEO of Betches and my co-host. She um, was getting ready to go on maternity leave in August. So we were not only recording to have two episodes a week. We were also recording to have a backlog while we were both out. So, Whoa! So you it was were a just lot. Which is, it yeah, which is really smart, and uh, that's a lot of work. We've tried to do that a, a couple times. I think we we might have got like two or three ahead. Yeah, and it felt like this just feels like out of our element. We can't do this. Did that like affect you with like <laughs> the whole like? So you're doing like podcast, 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 and I know how like maternity leave or paternity leave can be like just like boredom sometimes it must have been like <laughs> doing all that extra work up front and then to be on leave was it it was nice <laughs> i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah, was like, she's like you're talking about you sit around and not worry about stuff that sounds great yeah i mean yeah. i was still doing the whole newborn thing and had all you yeah. know the whole postpartum thing going on but sure. um it was definitely nice to take a step back from work and the craziness of like just constant going, going, going. 
and being on a different schedule. And how many children do you have? I have a three and a half year old, Oliver, and a eight month old as of today, 10th. Oh my God, as of today, eight month old son, Jack. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 10th. No, tomorrow. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Uh, tell us. It's all the same day. So tell us a little bit about how, like, the whole Betches thing comes about. I mean, Betches is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 8 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Betches, the podcast has 274,000 followers on Instagram. I mean, how does all that get started and how do you get involved in all that? Yeah. So, um, Betches came out. Now, 11 years ago, the girls started as a blog. Betches love this. And I remember following them or going to their website to read their blog post. It was about um, like different colleges. It's like Betches love this college. And it was this it was very it was all these like satirical write ups about, you know, the college you went to and like yeah. just hilariously relatable things like that. And um, sure. I came into the picture in 2017 actually as a freelance designer and then I was pregnant like newly pregnant with my oldest and when I came back I came uh, from maternity leave I came back on full-time as their art director so now I've been there for over four years wow that's amazing yeah and so you've seen our account you've seen some of the stuff we put out there what are we doing wrong visually (laughs) (laughs) It's so different. I mean, you guys are putting out awesome, (laughs) awesome video content. I mean, it's it's just different. You know, we're also a media company and um, we have, I think, like 10 different sub brands that go along with batches for every type of person. So, you know, we also went through a whole rebrand in April and um, we really need to we need to be very clear about our direction of what the company is and making sure that all of our brands feel like it's a part of the same company. So it's definitely a little different. Yeah. That's funny that you guys started with like, uh, or the veggies started with like the idea of writing these write-ups of, of different colleges and how mm-hmm. the company has, has grown with the people like yeah. starting off making fun of colleges. And now we've got, Betches Moms podcast, which you now host. Um, how did how did that how did that come about? How did what, what was the conversation there? Was a was a, a mom's podcast something you were really excited to do, or did somebody approach you? Or yeah, so I feel like ever since I was really there because I started pregnant, I was like, we need to have mom's content. Our core audience. Mm-hmm. I am the core audience. We need like the millennials. We're having kids now. I think we had, uh, we were just about to launch Betch's Brides and we're like, it's just the natural next step, Betch's Moms. And um, I know that it was a plan for the girls to want to eventually do a Betch's Moms um, brand. But I definitely was like, I kept saying, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And finally we did it. We launched our Instagram in September of 2020. And then, um, so what's crazy is this the entire time that I've been right. running Betches Moms, because I also run the Instagram um, and doing the podcast, we've right. been home because of COVID and everything. I, I've been doing everything remote. But yeah, it's exciting that we finally got to start that and it's been super successful and we've had such amazing responses from it and it feels like we got a lot of responses from our audience being like, you know, 
I've been with Betches since since you've been doing Betches Love This and The Bachelist, and now you know. Then it was Betches Brides, and now it's Betches Moms, and <laughs> yeah, it's it's just exciting to have that. No, that's <laughs> awesome. I I I feel that like our podcast uh, was like unintentionally. Um, so we started the podcast. Uh, some of the people who listen know this. Uh, started right before my son was born, so it was kind of a fun way to like document my son and the journey of that, and also his children as well, and like what they're going through, school starting, all that stuff. Yeah. And I found it to be uh, inadvertently or unexpectedly like almost therapeutic to have a podcast where it's just like I can Very. just say this thing that's been bugging me. Occasionally we talk about like our massive failures like we have, which we'll get to later. We have our dumb dad moments or dumb parent moments. Um, yeah. Just like the funny things that we screw up. But we also talk about like just like I got this completely wrong and I feel like garbage about it. And we just like kind of laugh about it. Um, I'm assuming that must be like especially being like, at home, as you said, for like we've all been stuck. It's kind of nice to like have something to go on and vent. Yeah. With. It's definitely a therapy session. There have been times that I've cried. Like sometimes we'll go into, you guys were uh, um, on our podcast yesterday. And so you got a taste of our no mom guilt segment. And there have been times that I've cried. And before we started, I warned Aileen. I'm like, listen, this has been building up. I don't really know where my emotions will be going with this. I haven't looked inside and, the box. Um, it's like, you kind <laughs> I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. It's a surprise for all of us. Um, but it's you like forget that you have thousands of people that are yes. then going to listen to this because you feel like at the moment you're only talking to who you're talking to but I really walk out of it I'm like that felt great I feel good I don't even know if I need my therapist anymore. I have that too sometimes where I look in our messages and somebody commented and I'm like how do they know I did that oh right I told the world <laughs> yeah it's yeah yeah, <laughs> we've certainly Oops. found that it's not. Yeah, like we're talking about, it helps to talk it out with somebody, and to have started this thing thinking like this will be an outlet for dads or whatever, and then we can at least just talk about the stuff that we're like we're not doing very well or the stuff that we thought was going to be easier and it's harder and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and then we get all these moms uh, in response to what we're talking about and what we're doing. It's kind of going through the parenting experience together. Um, but the one thing that we've definitely mm -hmm. noticed about putting content out there, parenting content out there, is how much of a space there is for moms shaming other moms, mom shaming. Have you experienced that personally or and or how do you how do you navigate through that being a mom that that puts yourself out there so much and I mean you guys, you know, you put yourself out there. You said like mm -hmm. being vulnerable like that is I think one of the key reasons why you guys have so many followers and so many people look to that because you're putting yourself out there it's not an easy thing to do. Like you said, it's easy. Maybe you forget, you sort of forget when you record. Yeah. But can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I definitely get nervous when we're talking about specific things, knowing that moms get so, I guess, I feel very, um, when moms have an opinion about something, they feel very strongly about that opinion. They don't Correct. like being told otherwise. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I get it. I'm one of them. Um, but I do try to stay. Um, I try to be cognizant of the fact that there are 
an array of different people listening with a ton of different opinions. And, you know, I hope that people know that when we're talking about things, this is a personal experience of mine. Mm -hmm. This is a personal belief of mine. And we try to be inclusive on, you know, what other people's feelings Uh could be on the topic. And I'll never say like, this is the way to do something. There's no other way to do it. I'll say, this is my opinion. This is how I feel. I'm sorry if you don't agree with me. And um, I think one of the biggest things that um, people have something to say about are, is sleeping mm-hmm. and like sleep oh, coaching yeah. and all that. And there have been plenty of times where I post about that because I've sleep coached both of my kids and people are like, that's evil. How could you do that? And I'm like, listen, like there are so many different methods and I just feel that you need to educate yourself on like different things. And that this is how I did it. Just because I sleep trained doesn't mean that I made my child cry for hours and hours because I didn't do that. So I like have definitely felt like people have a lot to say about that. Um, People also have a lot to say about um, breastfeeding and formula feeding, which I think like the conversation has definitely uh, been, yeah, the conversation has been opened up so much and people are are less likely to really say negative things about either one of the things. But, you know, we always get the comment here or there that it's just like, why? Like, why? like if you feel so strongly about this, then like somebody else probably feels really strongly about the other thing. Like, use your judgment You feel there. so strongly that's so. not a podcast. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. I could go on and on and... But it's it's crazy how passionate people get about their feelings. I mean, I totally get being passionate things. because it's a big responsibility to be a parent and feel the responsibility as as especially probably as the mother. Yes. I guess <laughs> the, to to feel the weight of that and then to be second guessed by a stranger or somebody you don't know or a keyboard warrior or whatever you want to call it, like the the intent is what I fail to understand. I don't understand like how you can go on and like so aggressively call somebody out because they've done it wrong and your thing is right like that's kind of the crazy thing about parenting i think is that you really learn what hopefully what works for you and your family and like all this all the opinions that people have right it comes off as opinions of this is right and you're wrong it sh- there should be open suggestions right and so i tried that it didn't work for me i tried that too it didn't work for me what did work for me is this uh but but the negative energy right. that's out there is wild it's wild in the comment sections. And can I, we, like, in general with parenting, like, just leave it alone. Like, let them figure it out unless you think something dangerous happened. But that's the problem. Everybody's, like, like sleep coaching, like, the example you gave. But at the same time, like, we gotta sleep. <laughs> we gotta sleep. Like, what are we doing? I need my sleep. A working uh, mom. I need to can, sleep. Nobody, I don't care what you do. You can't be at your best if you don't have a good amount of sleep. I mean, if you just, don't get a good like solid two and a half hours as a parent, I mean, you can't function. You're, getting, you're up to two and a half now. That's I'm pretty up good. To two and, I'm up to two and a half. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, it is that. And what is weird is I think because Evan and I, when we make our videos, I think we approach them from like a very some sometimes we approach certain subjects very broadly so we try to like tackle all aspects of it like all parents who all do this thing and then try to hit every subject so then we don't usually ever get backlash because we're kind of just making fun of everybody as a whole but i made one video i I did it as a series (laughs) because i was like this is just like a fascinating it was like fascinating to me because um i don't know if i i Mm -hmm. I mean this sincerely i don't know if evan and i don't get as much hate because um we're men and it's like dads get the mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt because it's like sometimes it's just like oh he showed up he's the winner 
or like he's too dumb what's the point in telling right him? like i don't know like if that's it or whatever we don't get a ton a ton of hate but we i made a video once and i just like it was something i threw together and it was uh one where i was just talking about my daughter making fun of me and I, I even sent it to my wife like i filmed it in like 20 seconds sent it to my wife i goes, this is funny and she's like yeah post it and i was like great i'll post it it exploded and the comment section was just filled with just like vitriol like people f just fighting each other of just like coming at each other's throats and then eventually there's a real twist ending for you eventually somehow it turned into well she's getting it from somewhere it's probably your wife and i was like yeah i, was like, I oh, didn't bring on. my wife up in the video you know in mean? fact she thought it was funny she said <laughs> she posted she regrets that now <laughs> Like, where's the humor? Like, let's lighten up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Let's laugh a little. I just, that's, like, whenever people have something, that, I'm just like, really, you have nothing better to do than fight with people you don't uh -huh. know in the comment section of a meme account. Then do you like, frame, do you frame the comment section and put it on your, with your other trophies? Like, I don't understand. Like, what's the benefit there? Like, somebody's like, guess what I told Kevin today? And their husband's like, I know. Who's Kevin? Yeah, who's Kevin? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Imaginary Kevin. That's amazing. Um, well, we have a thing we do on this podcast. Uh, our pretty much our favorite section of it called the uh, the dumb the dumb parent moments, the dumb dad moments, dumb parent moments when we have guests, and it's when we just share, you know, our whoopsie daisies, our uh, maybe not our best judgment moments. Uh, oh gosh. If you don't have one, he's like. Oh. You don't have to. I can, I'll start. I'll go first. Uh, so here's what's been going on in you my go life. First. I have been, we just, my wife and I just moved into this house about a year and a half ago. And so we just now started like fixing up the bathroom and stuff. And it's become a pretty big project. And I, uh, I'm cutting a hole in the wall. I don't know how to do this stuff. It's really important that you know that. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is all YouTube videos and, and calls to my dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going fine, but I don't know if there's any OSHA violation. It hasn't so. been an afternoon. <laughs> it hasn't been an afternoon. You could have built the whole house in the time that this has all been going on. I should have hired somebody. Oh, God. <laughs> but I've been working on it. And then uh, the other night, uh, so I have this big hole in the wall with pipes sticking out and stuff. And then my, my kids come in, both my kids. And I have a five-year-old and a almost three-year-old. And they're like, Daddy, what are you doing? And then that obnoxious dad thing turned on where i was like well this is a moment where i can teach them something so i <laughs> so i just started explaining <laughs> to them what i'm doing i was moving this pipe over so that we can get the new sink and put it in here we're just gonna and i'm gonna cut this and then i'm gonna move that both of them just start picking up tools and going to work like faster than i could stop them and they Free were just child like labor. okay great and they're just like my son's stabbing the wall with a screwdriver and my daughter's like hitting it with a with a crowbar and uh it wasn't good and my wife comes running in because she hears me going like stop stop guys 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 <laughs> it turns out fast is uh my point and i'm just too excited for those moments of like teaching them something yeah. they're five they don't care yeah, doesn't mistake. I have a quick one, and it's and it's it happened in the past, but it reminds me of like this is the kind of thing where you just like it doesn't matter how what you plan or what your intentions are or what you're working on, something's gonna happen that you're not prepared for, and 
in our house, so we rent our house, and there's um, back door has like a little screen opening, and the front door had was just a door, and we would open the door all the time, and it was nice because you could get the wind to go through. And I told my wife was like, wouldn't it be nice to have a screen door here? And eventually we were like, yeah, let's just go get one. I don't even care. Like let's let's just go to the harvest store and get a simple little screen door, and we can put it up, and it'll be awesome. So I went to the went to the harvest store, found it. You you got to trim off the bottom and get it so it fits. It looked really nice, and like it probably took me. Yeah. I don't know, an hour and a half or so to make it sure it fit really nice. And I'm, I'm not, I like literally have some of my tools sitting next to me and the, the screen door, I shut the screen door and I'm putting like the little latch on it. So it locks. And I looked down and my daughter who was like probably just about two at the time was helping me. Um, she grabbed the chisel that I had and was just poking a hole through the screen. <laughs> I mean, like I didn't even open it and shut it in like look at our screen door it didn't even get to that point it she just was and the you dumb dad moment there. is just didn't leaving my to wiggle up your waist didn't even get yeah didn't even get a chance to pull my belt up near my armpits and she's just putting a hole right through it and so now i'm already repairing <laughs> the door that i literally just installed and there's always been like this little blemish right there it was so annoying looking and it was because i didn't even do what i preach to my children every five seconds which is when you're done with something would you please put it away? And I didn't do that. I just let it sitting there, and she just grabbed it and shut it right through the door, and it was like... And this yes. is why we don't have nice children things. children ruin all your stuff. <laughs> Kevin? Sir? It's the winter. I know it doesn't feel like the winter in California, but it is the winter. Yeah, it's still got that dryness. It's got the which dryness. Which is the weird thing. It's so windy. Yeah. And it just makes you feel awful. Yeah, I just thought that was the lack of sleep, but maybe no, it's well, not. It's just like the desert skin, like the lizard <laughs> skin you get. You know, yeah. your lips feel chapped all the time. Yeah. Your skin feels dry all the time. Now we have a solution for it. Let's hear it. It's the way. But listen, it's spelled in a cool way. O-U-A-I. So what I've been doing, I've been using the Way Melrose Place Body Cleanser. Balances my skin. Doesn't strip it of anything. You just do it in the shower. It makes you feel like a million bucks. That's nice, especially... A shower. Yeah, a shower is nice, <laughs> but to come out feeling even better and your skin is moisturized and you're ready to rock and roll for the day, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You don't get much time to shower, so when you do, make it count. Make it good. That's right. So if you want to experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser, your body, your way, go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. That's the way.com and use code believe B-L-E-A-V to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Code believe. You know, Evan, there is not a lot of times that we get peace of mind. As parents? No, never. Like, well, what do you no, mean by not a lot? It's like never. Okay, there's never a time as parents where we get peace of mind, but there is something where we can't get a peace of mind, which is NordVPN. Oh, yes. They have hooked us up in a good way. NordVPN is your private VPN network. Yeah. It's one of those things you don't know about until you have the service and you realize now what has been opened up to you. Yeah. For example, I see that you can watch your favorite shows, one of my favorite shows, Peaky Blinders. Uh -huh. I can watch the British stream of that. Way before it hits the states, which is something I didn't know until recently that like different countries have different things, like in terms <laughs> of inter I, I knew they had different things. Like I know <laughs> that Access like in different times, yeah, yeah. No, I know like Baklava's over and somewhere else. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of when you can watch something, or when you can access something, 
the internet is not necessarily on the same time zone, let's say. And the internet is also not always safe, which is a big thing. Like hackers are always looking for opportunities to get up in your business. If you're somewhere like at a store or a coffee shop where you use their free Wi-Fi, which I am guilty of because my phone company, which will not be named, ain't great. And but hey, that's convenience, but what's more convenient than your own internet, right? Secure internet, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guaranteed. Get back to it. Oh, okay, I have like so many things. I was trying to think before, like, what I could say. And um, I told my husband when I was asked, I'm like, have I done anything stupid? He's like, you do a lot that, that's the di- um, We go back to the <laughs> yeah. partner well often of just like, hey, I'm having trouble thinking of a dumb dad moment. She's like, hold on, let me finish this. I'll send you a text. <laughs> here's, the Google, here's the Google Doc I have saved. <laughs> that's the thing. I could I could tell my husband like so many times that I'm like bad judgment, but like he can't tell Mabe's things, but because <laughs> um, that's my part as a wife. A lot, and a mother. A lot of aces. Um, Sleeves are getting heavy. How many yeah. aces? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So there was actually one moment. Um, this was probably already like a year and a half ago. It was like beginning of the pandemic, and I was doing anything to like entertain my son I only had one at the time and um I gave him markers I don't even know if this is that funny yeah. but I like at the time like <laughs> it was a disaster for me um I had I had given him some markers and I like had recently picked them up in like the dollar section of Target and like don't really know like what's in them they're unmarked yeah. they're just like yeah. they say markers and that's it yep. like you don't know what's in them um <laughs> <laughs> so I give them to him, like, perfect, it'll be perfect activity, because they had, like, the little stamps on them, he could stamp them. So I give them to him, and I think I was on a call or something, and I turn around, and he is going to town (laughs) sucking on the markers. (laughs) And I don't know how long Mm -hmm. he was doing that for, but, like, the marker wasn't even colored anymore, it was white. And I found myself on the phone with poison control because I never had to deal with this. I'm like, listen, there there are no ingredients on the bag. I don't know what it's made out of. It's not toxic. It's not Crayola. It's it's, it's not branded. It's It's the dollar section. (laughs) It's from the dollar section. So it's like really suspicious. Um, And the guy was just like, well, is he throwing up? Like, does he seem like he's okay?" I'm like, he's fine. And he was like, okay, like, I think he'll be okay. If he starts throwing up, go to the hospital. So I was like, okay. So I was just like freaking out. And now, like, in that moment, I only buy name brand markers. I like that the person (laughs) at Poison Control is like the same as like calling your brother. I don't know. Is he throwing up? Throwing up? He's fine. He's fine. Stand by. Do do you know how many markers I ate as a kid? Literally didn't it didn't help me at all. I might as well have been on the phone with, like with my parents. To me. Like yeah, didn't standing do by for the Technicolor yawn. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. I bet the diaper situation a couple of days after that was pretty wild. Wow, <laughs> like a unicorn. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unicorn poop. <laughs> the visual of the marker and being colorless. Wild. Being colorless is wow. I I was like. 
Yeah, it was not good. That's it was really bad. Eraser level cleaning. <laughs> See, you feel better, right? Because you, you do something like that, and you're thinking in the moment that's like I do, and you don't know what to do, and so you're on with poison control, and then later you're uh-huh. like, man, it's crazy how many things we feel like we get away with as parents. I did without realizing how, I mean, really resilient children are, but it just feels all so crazy in the moment. Oh yeah, I, I, I had something similar to that with my daughter uh, when we. When she was younger, she got into the uh, the children's Tylenol, and she was just and it was like the one with the the little like syringe, little plastic syringe thing, and yeah, I had walked in and she's probably like my son's age now. She was probably about three, and I just like turn the corner and see her, and she's just going like depressing the whole plunge in her mouth. Oh, and I like run in there and I was like, no, 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 no. and I was like, how many of those have you had? <laughs> And then she like started off with like a huge number because she's like counting is fun. She's like six, and I was like, oh no! And I like looking at the bottle, and I was like, that's probably not possible. And then I called her doctor, and uh, we had figured out that like she'd probably had like two. It was like because it was a pretty full bottle, and we were like, we did the math on. We're like, I think she. So we like called the doctor and like give her them the whole rundown. And I was like, she had two, and they were like, is she throwing up? They were like, she was, well, no, she, she went through it. She was like, how much does she weigh? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, well, she's only had, like, technically, two of those syringes for her is only, like, a dose and a half of, like, a full dose. So she's so she's probably fine. Okay. Do you have a number for poison control? And I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you could have called... She was saying is what she was saying. Call the people that their job is called poison control, <laughs> or it's probably important in the future right. that you have this yeah. number handy. Yeah, because you came asking about CDs to buy, yeah. and this is the yeah. gap. Yeah. So I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's pretty so scary. scary. I think I would like. That's way worse than my marker she story. Would probably called poison control. <laughs> I I would have definitely called poison control. I would have been. I probably would have been at the ER. Historical crime. Worst scenario with those two put together, which is Tylenol, you get in the dollar section. Oh, that was not one dollar acetaminophen. Yeah, I don't know. That dollar. It might yeah, not right. be acetaminophen. Right. Like can't that, say it. I don't think it's spelled like that. What is it about that acetaminophen? Yeah. No, I can't say it. Acetaminophen. Um, what is it about that Target section? No, I. I like a magnet and I just grab I'm gonna say I'm gonna go to that dollar section every time does Target mean to you as much as it does to us and all parents is that uh, your go-to? of course the savior, the savior it also Target. means that much to my <laughs> three-year-old son mm. because he likes to walk through the toy aisles <laughs> loves loves it's a good literally because they're just running in there I know. behind clothes and <laughs> around corners oh no he's not allowed to he's not allowed to get out oh, of the wagon sweet. yet he's still small enough where I keep him constrained he's not allowed to go anywhere i would lose him stay home dads before the pandemic and then and then you know we all experienced the pandemic and then many many people become stay-at-home parents during the pandemic and Mm -hmm. health and we have each other and and all these things get those out of the way one of the best things one of the best (laughs) things to come out of the pandemic is the pickup order at target i and you can prove me wrong showing up there and then they come out and stick it in your trunk and you're like thank you for helping me today i you have no idea what this means to me and then they're like whatever and then they shut your trunk it's like the most convenient situation ever very but then you don't get to go into target i know but listen 
that's you've you've already were at Target that day. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the convenience of like we were at Target yesterday. We did a fun Target run yesterday, but right. today I really forgot name branded markers and Tylenol. And it's just two things I need to pick up, and I don't have time to be walking around Target for three hours with my kid because they want to go through every toy aisle five times. I just got to go there and get it. To not have to go in there sometimes and they come bring it out to you is like a game. It's a game changer. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know. You had it on the East Coast because every time I I did pick up, whether it was at my grocery store or at Target, it's just there was stuff in my bag I didn't order. And then the stuff in, I ordered that wasn't in my bag. Like it happened. Like I'd get like ninety percent of my order and then shredded pepper jack. And it was like, okay, like, didn't ask I'm, for it. Guess I'm making tacos. I always actually yes. Like I recently because I still do the whole food shopping delivery thing because I don't have time to go food shopping. Yeah, for sure. And um, they didn't send me like half the things that I needed, which were yeah. like my core things that I needed for the week. And they send me and they like send like the next best thing if they don't have what you need that's yeah. in stock. But it's like, mm, I didn't want gluten free, hard as a rock English muffins. But thank you. Like that's that wasn't the next best thing. <laughs> yeah. The next best thing could also be nothing and just I'll adjust from there. It doesn't have to be. Right. This kind of yogurt is I've never even seen this before. Yeah, there have been some like weird misses of just like I'd like some vanilla yogurt. And they were like, how about some almond extract? Damn yeah, it's like <laughs> no, you're missing the point here. Yeah, you've done the thing. You've done the thing where you're like, oh yeah, we need some bananas, or we need we need a, like a banana or two, and then you don't realize you're ordering bunches. You think like, yeah, I want four bananas, and then it's like four bunches of bananas. It's That's like, insane that you thought now you were we have four bananas. That you well, you know, thought like, like, you know, that, was that like happens. The, the register at Starbucks. <laughs> My wife also did that. My wife, we we needed mayo. And we get the we get the order and we open it up and we get home and the mayonnaise thing was like I didn't even know that you could buy mayonnaise this small. It was like it was literally like this big. It was like there's like two ounces of mayonnaise. Yeah, if you bring it on your honeymoon, you can bring it on planes. <laughs> I was like, how how does this even exist? You think I mean it's on your phone, so you think yeah, mayo got that off the list, and it shows up in this thing like how is this even a sellable item i was, I was turned it around it says not for resale or something like that it was the littlest thing of mail i've ever seen that's so weird that's that's like another thing you don't unless you look at the description you don't know what size it is i did that once i i was buying feta and i ended up buying like a huge pound of feta and it came and i'm like i don't i'm not gonna eat this <laughs> it's way too did much feta did you do the, is it feta that, that was the, the TikTok trend for a while where it was like bake it I with did. like a thousand cherries? <laughs> Cherry tomatoes, I mean. Cherry yeah. tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It's really good. Did you guys try it? Yeah. Oh, no, we all, we, we tried oh, it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Every time we get, we get together like once a week, our, our families do. Oh, um, fun. When we usually, we go live together and we do a whole dinner together and like we trade off and usually it's like something that is. Not like an off-the-wall recipe, but it's like maybe a different way of making something or whatever. And everyone will kind of go, is this from TikTok? And be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saved the recipe in my phone. <laughs> so, did, so did you guys do the salmon rice nori paper thing? Yes. My wife and I do that all of the time. Really? I haven't made that. I don't like salmon, but still. Like maybe I would do it with tuna or something. Is it good? It would be good with tuna, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's such a – I mean, the video is ridiculous where she's like – we don't have to go into it, but she like how she reheats her rice. I was like, just make rice from scratch for this video. What are we doing? Here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you have any? What did you did you develop a new habit or something, a new obsession or something like that during lockdown during the pandemic that you was like, 
my wife and I really enjoyed we really enjoyed cooking, but it was fun to like try new recipes and stuff to stay busy and think of new things to do. I feel you know? like definitely in the beginning we were cooking like crazy things like did the whole banana bread trend, did the whole like sour bread trend, the challah trend, they did all that. Um I also I found that I'm not good at making bread. It's not my thing. Um, but it's good to check the box. Okay, so I know not bread. I, I'm I'm not good at that. Um, I feel like we did like a lot of that. Um, we tried. Yeah, us too. You know, making doing puzzles. We did one puzzle. And now it's sitting in our basement. We're like, what do we do with this now? Um, I feel like other than that, I haven't necessarily picked up anything great my husband has on the other hand has picked up like he's all of a sudden like he works out every day he's super healthy and I'm not like that <laughs> but like <laughs> like he's picked up great I habits I have not yeah I have not picked up that habit so what is one of the advantages to having a mom on is what is something that uh us dads or partners whatever can do more of I think even when I think I'm being super helpful and I do think my wife and I really do a good, good job of equally sharing responsibilities of all that stuff. Obviously there's always more and I think communication is always the key to helping your relationship stay strong or grow stronger. So what is something just generally like in your experience, especially with with uh, the podcast and, and probably like the messages you've been receiving uh, that you think uh, – men dads could be doing more of um i think that just a lot of the time women get frustrated because they expect and i feel like this is just like all around they expect their husbands to just be able to read their minds and to know what they want it's like they never do this um I have to say, like, my husband's amazing. Like, he he's great at – he does the laundry. He does the dishes. Like, he, we are very – we split our time very evenly with things. He's also working from home. Um, but the one thing I get, like, so frustrated about is in the morning – he's going to probably hear me. He's going to be like, what? <laughs> I was just going to say, is, um, he, in the, is he, he in the he's, he's working out your phone. Like, Brittany, why are you whispering? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's working he's out. He's working out. In the morning, I I feel like it's my responsibility to wake up first with the kids. And like, even though we, we both get up and there was like a period of time where I just like didn't say anything, but like maybe it's because I like, I always hear the monitor. Like I'm just like up like that right away. I know yeah. when the kids are up, it's unless I like kick him and I'm like, you have to get up with the kids. I'll be down in a half hour. Like, it, I'm the one getting up with the kids. So, like, right, yeah. that's the one thing that frustrates me is just, like, alternate getting up with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I think that, in general, uh, if there's, like, a, a task you're doing other than, like, like I feel like I, I cook 90% of the time and my wife does 90% of, like, the laundry. So there's certain tasks that's just, like, we both kind of do this thing, you do that thing. But I think if there's some task that you're doing for a long, long time, definitely check in. Check up with your partner and be like, yeah, but I mean, yeah, tell him to get up. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes and you're right. It's asleep. all communication. Like this could yeah. easily be avoided by me having a, a quick conversation with him. But then like, you know, you want to avoid conflict and you just don't want to make it a thing. So you don't. 
but it's, it's all about easier communication. To not, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in in a when you're raising little kids and you've got maybe more than one little kid and it's a busy house all the time, you're right. You, you want to avoid conflict. You don't want to when it already a lot of times feels like it's maybe a little bit stressful. Not in a, you know, just because there's a lot of stuff on your plate at all times with little kids. You don't want to upset your partner, but but you also don't want to like let something stew until it's a huge problem and the other person is totally not aware of it, right? So, a good simple conversation. Yeah. Good Sweet. thing. Good Thank thing. You. Or a note. Maybe I'd leave a note, is, leave a note in the gym for him. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but with like hearts on it too. I'll do that. Yeah. I won't be under, passive at all. Under <laughs> the plates too. So every time he lifts the plate, there's a different note. So he lifts another one and another <laughs> thing. And then the last one says, I didn't know you could lift this much. <laughs> Well, Brittany, thank you so much for for coming on and hanging out with us. Can you tell everybody uh, where they can find you? Yeah, come follow us on Betches Moms at Betches Moms, and you could listen to our podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple. And um, yeah, if you're DMing with us on Betches Moms, it's 99% of the time going to be me. All right. That's a fun fact because people don't know who's on the other end. That's right. It's me. Surprise. (laughs) It's Brittany. She's awesome. Hey, Brittany, do you have a uh, do you have a favorite parenting joke or like a dumb dad joke or like a a joke that your husband tells at every single party and it's not that funny and you have to listen to it over and over? You know what? No, but I'm going to tell you a joke that my son just told me. Okay, good. What does the cow say to the son? What does the cow say to the sun? I don't know what. Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good, but my three-year-old yeah, told me it, so it's cute. From, uh, <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. Honestly, That's we true. don't tell good jokes at the no. end, so <laughs> it's told totally... so many dad jokes, we're still trying to find a funny one. Fine. But, Brittany, thank you so much for being on. Everybody, you guys can follow us at Dumb Dad Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. We're the Dumb Dads on YouTube. Please follow us. Uh, and write a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, you heard it here first. Name, brand, markers only. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, Brittany. Right. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. So much fun. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.